How would you feel if your phone's camera was always watching? I sort of kind of am surprised that they're not already. At least the big tech companies say they're not, but apparently this is um, one of the new options from a special bit of technology that is just being released in our tech expert, Paul Stenhouse, has all the details for us, Paul. So what, what are the upsides? Why are we supposed to be pro having our phones filming us all the time? Well, okay, so... Let me just be a little, let me add some clarification to that. How dare you add context? (laughs) How dare (laughs) you? That doesn't make for fun talk radio. No, no, no. This is one of the, sorry, just before you start, this is one of the things I'm just a little bit paranoid about. I'm one of those people who still has a little bit of tape over the camera on their laptop. Because I'm like, I don't trust this. It's watching me. (laughs) And I'm not doing anything too nefarious in my own home, but you know. You probably think too that Facebook is listening on your phone and is, I, Siri is, is definitely is, listening all the time. Definitely, oh yeah, listening for that word, that special word that yeah. you know. I don't yeah. want to say it because it will set things off, but that that word and so is your Google Home and your Alexa. And so this is kind of the next stage, right? This is where uh, your phone is looking at you. Now I want to clarify: this is this is at the chip level by this company called Qualcomm. And they, this is their latest version of the Snapdragon processor, which is commonly found in the high-end Android devices. Mm. So they're developing this for, the, for future use, but it could be out as early as next year. But let me just clarify for you, because it isn't recording, and they want to be very clear about that. What it is doing is your camera is effectively always on in this new processor, right? Right. And what it's doing is it's taking a low resolution Mm. look at you and is scanning to try to find your face now you are asking what's the positive they are trying to say that this makes your phone more secure why because if you are looking at your phone it can operate if you are not looking at your phone and if you turn it away and i show my phone to you then it knows that i'm not looking at my phone anymore and then it will you can start to do things, right? It could turn off the screen. It could hide uh, sensitive so notifications. You, so you could set the you could set the settings so that you said if it's not looking at me, I don't want you to work. Basically, Correct. I want you to go black. And here's the other thing, right? So yeah. when you've got your iPhone or your Android at the moment, if you want to unlock your phone, you have to pick it up, and that sensor is what then gets the phone into gear. What this does is it sits in this low energy state, and it's just scanning for a face, right? Mm. Like I'm like a radar when something comes across the screen, it goes, is that a face? It's a face. And then it just kicks into gear and then the rest of your phone works out if it's you or not. Right. Now, that means that you could leave your phone just sitting on the table or on a stand and you could just glance over and look at it and it would turn on and you wouldn't need to pick it up or do anything to unlock it. So this is these are the pros that they are selling. But are these, do we this. need these things? Well... That's a great question. See, Jack. that's because you're a sucker for technology, Paul. You just want convenient. everything. You want technology to take <laughs> over our lives. I don't. I mean, is it really that much of a burden to have to enter a four-digit PIN or use your Touch ID every now and then? Is it really so grievous? Well, your face, they would argue, is probably more secure than a four-digit PIN. Yeah, but I mean, what are you doing on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> requires this level. I don't know. You know what I mean? That depends on who you ask. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think it's an interesting thing. And I, look, it's, it's, 
we've, we've actually, if you think, we've allowed all of these always-on microphones into our homes and into our phones, right? I, yeah, I don't, I don't like that stuff. I, don't, I turn it all off. Yeah. I turn it off everywhere. I don't, I don't trust it. Look at me. I sound like someone who's going to be going around with a tinfoil hat, don't I? I know. You know? I'm, I'm scared to ask if you've got <laughs> The government's listening COVID, to me okay. through the microwave. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, look, we'll wait to see what happens. Is there, have they, have they, like, is there some way they could do it where they say we will fundamentally not use any of the information gathered from the camera for advertising purposes? Or Oh, that is exactly what they're saying. So they're saying yeah. that it doesn't record anything. It doesn't leave your device. In fact, it isn't when it's in this low state, this low yeah. energy state. They're saying that it's not even... It, it, the rest of your phone's functions aren't even on. So they're saying that there's no way for the... Because all it is, it's kind of working, as I say, like this radar, right? Mm. It's, is it a face? Oh, there's a face, and that's all it's smart enough to do. Mm. And then once it thinks it detects a face, that's when it then turns on all the phone's functions, and that's when it authenticates your mm. face, you see? Mm. Okay. All right, but well, the question is, can you trust them? That's well, the, you know, this is the thing, right? Yeah, and that's where I get my tinfoil hat. Yeah. It is. Um, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. That's really interesting. That is a really curious kind of ethical debate that I suppose we're all going to have to confront. I reckon they'll just do it. I reckon they'll all just do it, and we'll all just accept it, and it'll all become part of our lives, and we won't remember a time before our cameras were constantly recording us or constantly assessing our environments. The voices of New Zealand cricket are back. Brian Waddle, Jeremy Coney on the front foot. We celebrate a half century as the Black Caps record a nail-biting draw in Kanpur, our assessment, along with the reaction from Rutch and Ravindra and Kane Williamson. Pat Cummins tells us why it's okay to have a fast bowler as Aussie captain and more reflections of India with Warren Lees from the tour of 1976. Download the latest podcast now on iHeartRadio, powered by Newstalk ZB. Find out what's going on in the grassroots, on the international stage, and everywhere in between with Rugby Direct. World Rugby actually went and did it. They actually went and changed the eligibility laws. We hear from a couple of happy campers who are directly affected by that or would have been if they were still playing. Reactions on Rugby Direct. We also look ahead to the final game of proper New Zealand rugby this year. Rugby Direct. Available now on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Powered by Newstalk ZB.